Oh, good morning, everyone. And welcome to Oh, Good Morning, a pop culture podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Amazon original movie, Cinderella 2021. This movie is, is on Amazon Prime right now. It's streaming right now. It's also in the theaters, I believe. So if you want to check it out in the theaters, that would be to support your local movie theater by watching a movie. Anyway. We love watching movies here at the coffee. The, the morning boys. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's already messing up. He's confused. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, welcome to our new kind of like reformatted version of these, this series. We're not doing Marvel right right the moment right now. We're going to go back to some of that stuff. But right now we're going to be talking about Cinderella, like I just said. Um, we want to talk about a few things before we get started with this conversation. Uh, we just released an album two weeks ago, actually. Um, Levi, our stars album, Jeff the Delivery Guy, was released on... Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your music. So that's quite exciting. Um, also, you can check out his EP, which came out uh, about a month before that. It's also on all those streaming platforms. And check out our website right now. Um, is it? It's Ryan. What's our website? You have a better memory of, of it, don't you? Oh God. I, well, we <laughs> changed it. Um, it is. It's like www.coffeeboys.wixsite.com, I think. That is correct. That is correct. Slash home, actually. Yeah, slash home. Slash home yes. Right. A little pop yes. quiz right there from Kyle. <laughs> yes, yes. But anyway, yeah, you can find that there, and um, you can find all our content on there. And check out what all the stuff we've done in the past. We got good old Herlock Holmes on there, along with some um, promos that we did for the production of Gospel that Ryan and I just did. It's lots of varied variety of stuff, so that's fun. The biggest anyway. fan of Herlock Holmes. I am the biggest fan of Herlock Holmes. <laughs> to anybody out there listening, start watching it. It is amazing. Yeah. It's something, all right? Anyway, <laughs> Cinderella, where do we even begin? <laughs> what were our, I think we should begin with Cass. What do we I talk really about our favorite parts first? Why don't we be nice? Okay, to I it? like that idea. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. scared we're all going to have the same favorite part because I talked to Ryan about how he felt about it today. And we had the same favorite part. So, Kyle, I would actually appreciate it if you go first okay. while I find a new favorite part. I think that everyone in this cast was having so much fun. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. I'm like, good for them. They found something that was enjoyable to do. And the only, yeah. my only other favorite part was when they did the Seven Nation Army, um, like, mashup song thing. I think that was the most, like, well-executed thing. I think the whole movie was like, I got an idea, I'm gonna mash up another song. I don't even remember what the other song was. It wasn't that memorable for me. It, I just remember Seven Nation Army because of the bass line. But mm. they matched those two songs up, and I'm like, I feel like this whole movie was just, like, made because those two songs, like, someone had the idea to mash up those two songs, and like, let's, like, make a movie around it. And, yeah. Those are my, that's my favorite part. Anybody else want to go? So I will say that, like, I think my favorite part of it um, was kind of how they flipped the story of Cinderella a little bit to where it was more female empowering. And I really liked the message they were trying to get across, whether or not that was executed properly. But um, I think that it actually is a really cool concept for the story of Cinderella. And I think it could translate really well to the like actual stage 
with a little bit of rewriting and by a little bit maybe a lot of bit a lot um but it just if yeah I, I think that was my favorite part is just how they kind of flipped the story of Cinderella to be about Cinderella instead of Cinderella trying to get with the prince in order Ooh. to have a better life I like that. I like how you phrase that because it's kind of like it was it was about Cinderella. It wasn't about all the shitty things that happened to Cinderella. I, it was very much more about Cinderella and not her circumstances, I will agree. But my favorite part of it was actually a lot of the humanization of the characters. I think one thing that I've always loved about Disney is like their like iconic villains. Like you've got Lady Tremaine, who's awful. And then you have uh, Anastasia and Drizella, who are also awful. But in this movie, like there's a real human side to them. Like you can tell that there was like, in, in this society, there's this instilled sense that women really aren't anything. And the stepmother doesn't read as someone who hates Cinderella, more so she sees Cinderella as someone who's able to deal and adapt and survive. And I think that she thinks that showing her affection or care like weaken her the way that it weakened her own daughters so i honestly think that the stepmother really does care about cinderella in this movie and i think it's such an interesting angle and it really reflects a lot of toxic mother-daughter relationships today that also being said i have a lot of shit to say about idina menzel but she really does know how to put on a show she was phenomenal in this role she was eating up every single moment like material girl kind of hated it but i also kind of loved it like you could tell she like yeah she was having the time of her life and i really liked the new relationship between um cinderella and her stepsisters i actually liked that and i feel like it humanized them because they're like they're stupid and they're like rude but they're not like bad people they're still kids you know i yeah i i totally agree i like i love the um the way they took the um stepsisters instead of having like the ugly stepsisters which they have in every other adaptation of this they handled that i think fairly well that part yeah. and i agree as much as i dislike edina menzel she did very well she did very, she very was nice really job. good in this she's very she's very talented and there is a reason that she's very famous but yeah yeah i think uh the thing that i love the most about yeah edina menzel is the fact that they like completely flipped the character of the stepmother yeah not only like with the point that you were making but also <clears throat> that like to show Cinderella that this is the way that the actual world works instead of it being like um you know this fairy tale that we grew up knowing about so yeah it's just interesting okay um I think that uh this would be a good segue into like um the character of Cinderella I think that uh Camila Cabello I love her new song I think it is uh or whatever the song is it's like one in a million or something like that don't cry yeah. One in a yeah okay that was but... really bad i'm sorry <laughs> it sounds can i say something about that pop song quick yes it sounds like the most pop song ever like if you think of a pop song i think of that exact song like the most yeah, like, the vague yeah, lyrics no specificity at all and it's like yeah yeah yeah, it, it is very poppy, but for me, I love pop music, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah, <laughs> like, we love we love the tapes. Exactly. But um, the, the other thing that I didn't really like about um, just the character of Cinderella and the way that they portrayed her in the movie is in this version, she was very pretty. 
Like, even when she was supposed to be this dirty, Oh my god, like... she didn't have any dirt on her at all, dude. Like, at one point, the stepmother was like, you got dirt on your face. And there, I was like, where? Where is the dirt on her face? I know exactly what you mean. She looked so pretty all the time. Yeah. I actually thought she was a lot better of an actress than people were giving her credit for. I think people were upset because she wasn't, like, Cinderella, scared. I liked that she was cocky. She was, like, she was, like... She had an attitude. No, no, she didn't have an attitude. She was confident. She was brash. She had a she had a lot to say and she said it. I love the part where she was sitting on the king statue. It's like cheesy, but the way that she was sitting, I really liked because it was super open and it was super like confident and assured in herself. And I actually really liked the version of Cinderella who isn't insecure. She knows exactly why she was here. And I like that she makes her own dress, like the mice don't make it. She does everything in this story. And I really like the agency that she has, you know? And I know she's not the most experienced actress, but I thought she did a really good job with the role, like when what it entailed. And I think people are just upset <laughs> because it wasn't like <laughs> Cinderella. I think I agree with you, Miklo, but I disagree on her being a good actor in this story. I oh, think wow. I I did not find her performance good at all. I feel like they just kind of like threw into it. I think she did some things well, but I think everything just felt really, really awkward in a lot of parts. And I like their ideas of definitely making Cinderella this way. And I think if it was if it was a different person playing that role and if it was just if it was just made a little bit better and less giving less um actors less time to improv in this story i feel like we that would have been i don't know a better that would have done better on that part mm -hmm. yeah i think um <clears throat> like in the end of it all i think camila cabello did fine but yeah if this were to get translated to the stage like i would love to see something different for just actresses because i feel like musical theater people know how to really act uh, especially really for the stage so yeah it's just it's different obviously for film like a very very different for uh people who act on film because um i don't remember who's saying this but uh it's like you have to get it right one time like you could have a thousand takes of one scene and as long as you get it right one time that's fine and i and like that to music theater you have to get it right eight times a week once and you can't you like there's no in the middle so it's just so weird being um that i i just i find that interesting and i found that interesting because i think it was in our acting two class but um yeah obviously film is very very different to musical theater and i would love to see this in the musical theater setting mm -hmm. it's honestly what it comes down to especially this like character of cinderella because i feel like you could play her very very different on stage than yes anything else yeah i feel like seeing her portrayed as like a joe march-esque character would be really 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 fun because i feel like i don't know like i i know what you mean about like camila cabello didn't really act it the best it wasn't very good but like i'm imagining like someone who played joe march playing that role because i feel like there's something there there's something definitely there with this story where cinderella has agency and empowerment she's not this like scared little girl who sits in her corner like singing and hoping for things to get better i like that idea but i don't think it was executed really well and i, I think it would be more well executed in the musical theater world with um and i think this is a good transition unless kyle wanted to say something better music yeah i'm, well, I'm gonna say something first yes. um billy porter i don't know okay. i i <laughs> okay i love i love billy porter so much like i think he's such 
a freaking queen. Yes. Like he's awesome. Like he, I, I just freaking, I love him. Uh, this role for him was interesting, but he was having fun. He was he definitely was, having fun. I, I agree. So much fun with the role. And yeah, his music in the song that he sang. Oh my goodness! At the end, I loved it. It was fantastic. Like that. I mean, even though it like stopped in an awkward place and they just let the scene go on, and then he went on and sang the last note. The last notes were still fantastic. He is, he's wonderful. Did stop in a really awkward place. No, but I do kind I of have saying. a grudge against him though because he did make James Corden mouse into a real James Corden. So I don't like. Oh that. yeah. James Corden needs to stop being in stuff. I'll say I've said it before. I'll say it again. He kind of ruined this movie for me because every time I heard him, I just wanted to punch him. He ruined the prom for me. He wasn't awful in um, Into the Woods. He was pretty good in Into the Woods. But after that, like he just kept appearing in things. And I did not like that. So I think James Corden, I think they use him so much just as a ploy to get more people in the theaters, which should not be a thing. No, because it I shouldn't. think all of the jokes, like, I think the jokes hit so poorly in this film, too. Like, and I think basically most of them came from James Corden. Like, the one of them where no, they, they started did. clapping and it's like, whoa, you could do this? And it's like, oh my no, God. Right? And the pee joke was so bad, where it's like, I peed <laughs> out of my tail in the front. It was so bad like oh i'm thinking God. about someone like meryl streep who's been in just as many if not more musicals and she manages to astound us in every single musical like the prom mama mama mia into the woods like i loved her in all of those roles and even if you didn't i think you can agree that she really does know how to put on a show and differentiate her roles and i just don't think that james corden does that i think like, james like, corden is just not a fun person to like no watch. he's not and people think he is and it's like funny to like cast him and things but it's like no give it to people who deserve it more i feel like the I, mice could have actually been funny and interesting like they were awesome in the original movie like the animated one i thought the mice were hilarious gus gus icon jack icon like but no james corden no stop well you know he did he did help us like move the plot along by like making it throwing us through scenes everywhere like you know like there's that love like super lovely moment where um the prince and the and cinderella are together and then we just cut back and forth to james corden and the other mice clapping i think it just saved the movie you know like i think that I part really just made me go wow prince this movie too. is art how did you feel about the prince I didn't hate him. I really liked, like, he, like, I liked that he and Cinderella developed a relationship before the ball. Like, when he, um, was in the, like, common area, and she was getting harassed because she wanted to sell her, like, kind of ugly dress. I thought it was really cute that, like, he had a really nice conversation with her where she, like, was like, yeah, women should be able to do this. And he was like, yeah, like, I'll pay three times what you pay. And I was like, that is so sweet. It's still, like, over the course of, like, two days, and it's weird, but at least it's more believable than, like, dancing with someone and being like, okay, I'm going to marry you now. Because if I married a person that I danced with only once, I, I would not. No. No. I will say I did not hate him. Yeah. But I did not, like, I, I, I don't know. I didn't really love him either. It was just, it was just like, uh, I don't care. Yeah, I will say I didn't love the prince's voice when it came to songs. Like, I didn't think it was fantastic. 
in as like middle range. Upper range sounded okay. I thought it was pretty good. And then I thought his lower range, especially during the Seven Nation Army, was good. But um, middle range didn't do anything. Yeah, it, he was a interesting character for me because um, it's like he actually gave. I don't know if this was just writing wise or if this was him, but he actually gave the prince an actual character because in the original story um, of Cinderella, the prince character is never named. Like, doesn't have a named role or anything. Like, it's just prince, and that's all he is in the story. So I, I will say the thing that I do give props to um, the Cinderella is that they gave the prince character um, <clears throat> more dimension which was super nice to see, um, especially with, like, his character arc being a lot bigger than in the original show. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting part of The Prince. Otherwise, I didn't particularly love it. He's kind of just a plot device in the original, like, musical and in the movie. And in this movie, he's still a plot device. But at least he's a plot device with, like, a character, kind of. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it didn't really bother me. I just wasn't that interested. I don't really, I don't know. I think everything could have been done better movie in this movie. I mean, it's a lot of moments. I, I think my favorite part in the movie, though, was when the mice decided to take the accompaniment <laughs> in that one scene. And what is the song? Like, maybe we could make something real or whatever the song is. What is the song called? Um, it goes, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Um, I'll pull it up. I don't uh, know the name. I'm looking at the soundtrack right now, but I don't know what it's called. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'll figure it out. Uh, keep talking. Oh, wait, so I, am I wrong? Oh, that oh. one. Am I yeah. Oh. yeah. So the oh, mice Cinderella just sing that one. Yeah, but then the mice come in to play to sing the accompaniment part. You know, like they're like sitting around like a basket. Like those weird looking Stuart Little looking mice are just like. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Good. I'm not going crazy. It was. It was. It was. It was very disturbing. But. It, <laughs> so. I will say music choices in this film were interesting. Like, I didn't love the music in it at all. Like, it's just okay. Like, there's nothing great that really, like, stood out. And I think the fact that, like, this is a slash could be a jukebox musical, like, frightens me. Because I don't think I love it. Especially since this is very, very poppy. So, like, I think they need to, like, rewrite music, one. Or two, just and then try something new. I think that they just don't need to have this movie on stage or anywhere, anywhere. Like, that's my opinion right now, Ryan. I know you keep saying it needs to be on stage, but I do not want this anywhere. Like, I like the idea of Cinderella this way, but, like, no. I don't need to see any more of this. Especially, like, just get rid of all music in this thing. Make it an improv show. I think that's what it feels like. Like a whole bunch of yes. like a whole bunch of middle schoolers are like, we're gonna do improv, and they tried to do Cinderella. It's like someone made a playlist and was like, "This is the story." I think they started with the What a Man Seven Nation Army remix, and they said, mm-hmm. "This, this is Cinderella." And, like, and then they made a musical around these awful musical choices because, like, some of them are kind of clever and work. Like Material Girl. Eh, like not really, but okay. I see. I see why it works. 
and then, then they had Pierce Brosnan like... coming drunk, coming in drunk on to set one day, and they just start no, singing. No, yeah. <laughs> the music choices are just bad. Yeah, it ruins the movie. Honestly, for me, like I, I, if there was no music, or if we just had million to one, I would, I would honestly prefer it because it's just awful, you know. Also, I think we need to talk about um, uh, the weirdest parts for me. It was when um, uh, the uh, it was this one person he come on, and it was the prince's announcement. The town crier. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but every time he came on, I was like. Why? Why is there just random rapping? Because why, Hamilton. Why was he on so much? Was because my Hamilton. Hamilton he came is on popular. Like three times. Oh yeah, because of that guy in Hamilton. Like the 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 was it? What was that? The the guy was like surrender. No, I'm just saying because Hamilton rap is popular now because of Hamilton, so they had to put some rap in this thing. Oh, true. Yeah, it was like those were the weirdest times for me because I was like, why? Why is there just? Like, a lot of it felt very, very in the time, like, dressing-wise and stuff. Maybe not as much um, the way that they were speaking, but the one thing that took me out of it was the rapping and the band playing behind him. I'm like, what is going on? This is definitely not in this time period. Like, what is going on? No, right? I do think this was, like, an interpretation, kind of like Hamilton. Like, it does a lot of things that are, like, inside our like our like world today of like um our universe of like things they're doing like the mic drop with like the the letters in the middle of hamilton it's kind of fits in that kind of world but i feel like it doesn't really it doesn't really work because it's kind of it's 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 a film it's not theater like the moment when she's like playing the the big bass like a bass guitar and then she like throws it on the ground Remember that moment in the middle of the, like the oh, ball scene? No, it was a it was a bass like a uh, like a yeah, violin bass. Like a bass. Oh. Yeah. And then they she picked it up. She oh my god, she said. Yeah. It was I those no. it was moments like that. I was just like, what? Why? And then like it it like kept going on and on and on. And I feel like there's a whole bunch of scenes like that. Like when she's the scene where Cinderella is like stuttering to the one lady who wants to buy the dresses from her, and she just keeps stu stuttering and stumbling on. It just keeps going and it never stops. And then we cut away and then we come back to that and we're like, why are you? Why do you keep going? And I, I feel like this movie just is filled with moments like that where they just don't know how to cut like the scenes. It's either they don't know how to like cut away from the scenes to make everyone just super uncomfortable, or they um, have to literally shoot every so song like a music video. It's that's that's the filmmaking. No, style literally, it's really uncomfortable. Also, why was everyone selectively British in this film? Like, like everyone was British except for like Camila, Idina, the stepsisters. Like, 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 like it, uh, it shouldn't bother me. But like, where is this set? Where are we? I was kind of annoyed. I think it was a way to show a little more class to the people who are higher up. So and therefore, it makes them seem and sound more superior than the others. I don't know. Wait, so then it was a I weird. Voice, Wouldn't Idina also have an accent then? No, no, because she's not very like high she's up. She's lower class. She's low class. Okay, so they're low class. Who had British accents? Was did the prince have an accent? I can't remember. I can tell you has Irish accents though, because I know they shot in Ireland. They had the entire towns, the whole group of townspeople have Irish accents. So because you can tell they shot in Ireland because of that. That's. Have you ever noticed that? Like, did you ever notice that when watching it? But no, there were I scenes they were where like British. they had Irish accents. 
Oh wow. Okay. That 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 answer that 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 kind of takes away my grievances. Never mind. I think it was just like they didn't care. Like they were just bored in the middle of the pandemic. We're like, we're gonna make a movie, get all these famous people, make a movie, have fun, and James Corden's gonna be along. He's gonna be a producer also, as and a mouse. Oh, James Corden was a producer on this. Yeah, that yeah. makes more sense. That's it, why it was so awful. <laughs> <laughs> what was James? Oh, it was the prom. But the thing before that that made James Corden, or was there was a film that had James Corden in it, was Cats. I think we need a spinoff. This is actually I'm taking this joke from a friend of mine. She mentioned that we need a spinoff called James and Corden. It's like a Tom and Jerry type thing where we have the cat played by James Corden from Cats chasing the mouse from this movie. You know? <laughs> I think it'd be wonderful. I kind of love that. <laughs> I don't. And it I'm, could be I'm in joking. like a baker's bakery, and like maybe Barry can buy from the bakery. Yeah, it's just the James Corden cinematic universe. That's what we need. Like every person played by James Corden, and then he then we take him away from his talk show, so we don't have to watch any more of those the stupid crosswalk the musical and carpool karaoke, and just like okay, move him to like that I actually like kind of show. like some of the crosswalk the musical. So they're kind of funny. You're not. No, it's the way that I love James Corden in a wig and him making out with someone dressed as the Beast. I'm not a fan of that. Valid, but I would love to see uh, an, an Avengers of James Corden where they team up to save the world. <laughs> we got the Baker, we got Barry, we got the guy from Cats, we got the Emoji from the Emoji movie. Yeah, yeah, we got and the, Peter we Rabbit. Got the mouse. Peter Rabbit. Peter, Peter Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah, you know, he's he's just doing good work. So I think we should put all his good work into one movie and just let him, or like one series, I mean. So he just like is a continuous series. So we don't have to see him in anything else but that series. So if Let's you want to check out James now. Corden, for like, now. I'm, I'm writing the email. <laughs> if you want to check out James Corden, like you just go to the series and they don't have to ever experience James Corden in anything else. It's like contained. Yeah. It's like it's a like, bubble. Yeah. And you can like you have to wear like a hazmat suit to get into <laughs> the universe. <laughs> I think that's genius. That's exactly what we need to do to do. He's like in his straight jacket and he's like playing all of the different characters. He's like, um, I wish we had a child. is going to prom. Like it's just like he yeah, I have I have a very vivid vision of this now. <laughs> I will, we, yeah, we'll, 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 um, Coffee Boys Productions will, <laughs> will, will sponsor it. <laughs> link down below, link down below. Yeah, do, do links down below. I'll, I'll, we'll make an, uh, we'll make a graphic for it, you know? James Corden in the Cinematic we Universe. We play a different James Corden character and we just talk like that for an entire no. Coffee Boys. No, we are, no. We already see him in enough things. I he doesn't think need Kyle any Kyle should support. be the cat. I'm Buster Jones. I'm not skin and bones. <laughs> I'm not skin and bones. <laughs> I feel like that's it's genius. You know what else is genius though? What? Our sponsor for today's video. You know what it is? Who is Who it? Who is it? It is Anchor, our podcasting platform. Take it away, Ryan and Kyle, as you as you speak about Anchor, our podcasting platform from like a year ago. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. And me. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. 
Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. Thank you for sponsoring this episode, Anchor, our podcasting platform. You can actually find, I mean, we, I guess we already explained Anchor just a second ago. Anchor is, is a wonderful platform. Check it out. You can make podcasts with it. Yeah. Anyway, what's our next topic of discussion for Cinderella 2021? How do we feel? Like, what are we feeling? Do we want to talk? We don't want to talk about James Corden anymore, I feel like. I think we've said enough. Exhausted. Yeah. We've we don't need to ever see him. He's he's done his he's done his one movie that he does like every year, you know? Like I feel like he does he one movie out a of year. The shadows for one movie to ruin it and then goes back in. Cause la- like two I guess he skipped last year, sadly. No, last year was the prom. Oh that's right. He he did have the prom last year. <laughs> he ruined the prom. The prom was amazing. Yeah. Except so for- so we had we had cats. And then the prom, and then now this Cinderella. Wow, what great work wow. he's, he's doing. Anyway, uh, what did we think of? Um, oh, the sister. She's honestly my favorite character. I think. Oh, the sister. Like, uh, I also kind of forgot about her. She's not very memorable. No, I. But I was like, every time she's on stage, like on on screen. Sorry, this is not a stage play. Thank goodness. Um, she was. Um, every time she was on screen, I was like, ah. Your ideas are genius. You should be the king. And then she was. And I was like, good, good for you. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I totally forgot her relevance to the plot. (laughs) Like, like every time she showed up, I was like, why are you here? She was kind of annoying. I don't know. I thought she was very nice. Like, she was just like, she was doing, she was saying progressive stuff. And I'm like, good for you. Good. Fix the country. Fix your country. Yeah, I thought, um, actually, I thought it was an interesting choice to add her to um, the royal family in the film. Just because, yeah, in the original, there is no sister, so it doesn't really heighten the stakes for the prince. Because it's like, if he doesn't get married, like, what's the big deal? Like, he's still going to be king at the end of the day. But this also heightens the stake for him to find someone to fall in love with. Because if he doesn't, then it's like he loses all that power and all that money. So I thought it was an interesting choice, at least from the prince's perspective, just to give his character a little bit or heightened stakes in the film. But other than that, like she didn't really add much else to the film other than like a couple few jokes. And um, there was also one in there where she was trying to sit down at the table and uh, the king was like, oh, you can't sit there and you know you can't. And it was like supposed to be this female empowering like thing, but it wasn't like it just read so poorly. It's like, no, you're a woman, so go away. Like it just it it didn't read off at all. Yeah, I think her character was for just for me. I was just like, you're the most like powerful powerful character in the in the story of the best ideas just you take you take control over everything i guess at this point like i did not care about any of these characters in this movie like i was just so like 
I was just laughing at every little thing, and that's why I think the mice were just so enjoyable, even though I hated them so much, mm -hmm. because, like, the one point when James Corden's face is just on a mouse body, I'm just like, oh my goodness, like, what was... I'm sorry, we There's said we're not going to talk about James Corden again, but, like, it's just, like, stuff like that. I'm like, I think this movie tried to be camp, but it didn't, like... Like, it was, like, barely there. Like... Like, in moments like that, I'm like, okay, I think you're trying to be camp, but you're just not reaching. And I think if it was, a lot of these characters, we would have, like, even though it's camp, you would have actually kind of cared about. Was the sister's name Lucy? I think so. Okay, um, I think my issue with Lucy was that, like, I don't know, I feel like it, like, like she was just kind of another ball in the air. Like, there were a lot of different things going on in this movie. Like, there was Cinderella and her added, like, I want to be a dress person. There's, like, that already, like, um, Cinderella, Cinderella, like, the story, like, the shoe, losing it, getting married. Then we got the prince who now has more dimensionality. But we also have the stepmother who also has, like, layers. And then we also have the parents who are also, like, there. Then we have the two stepsisters who also have more character. And now... On top of it all, the prince has this sister who, like, deserves more than she's getting. To me, it just felt like a pull of focus, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think I that whole movie was that. Written. What? I think that whole, the whole movie was that, though. Like, it yeah. didn't know what it wanted to focus on. Like, I feel like we were on, like, something... I mean, I don't know, there was nothing really interesting. Like, we were on something, and they were like, oop, here comes the mice. Oop, here comes, here's the stepmother. Yeah, it was like oop, they would press pause on different stories in yeah. the movie. When a movie should just be one cohesive story, and it's okay if there's, like, multiple stories going on at once, but the point of a movie is that stories are supposed to coincide with each other. It's literally like you're watching five different shows, and you're just pressing pause and starting another one. And I really did like, I, I, I didn't phrase my feelings on Lucy, right? I liked her. I didn't like her in the movie. It was kind of annoying because I didn't know if I should care about her because it's called Cinderella. It's not called Princess Lucy, you know? Yeah. But it felt like it was almost everybody's story except for Cinderella at like every point of the movie, except for when the movie wanted us to start caring about Cinderella again, because then it was Cinderella. It didn't but really have, like, a focused, like, usually a movie has, like, its main character and then it has its side character. It had, like, most movies have, like, one one main character and, like, two side characters. This movie had, like, two main characters and, like, 25 side characters that all yes. needed plots. Like, I mean, small plots. I mean, the stepsisters really not a, didn't really get a resolution to their plot, but they kind of did because they saw Cinderella. I don't know. I don't really know what happened with them. I don't remember half of this movie because like just right? so much was going on. And James Corden was just like taking up too much space. Yelling, just yelling. I peed on my thumb tail. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking James. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man. Also what the my CGI was like really bad. It was. It was like Stuart Little. I felt like I was. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't poop on Stuart Little. I love that film. Of but like, if you go back and watch Stuart Little, like the mice CGI is terrible. Let's let's Google a picture. No, of I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll I'll then I can share it on the screen. True. Talk about something oh. while I look for Stuart uh, Little. So an, an interactive element for our fans. I'm sorry. That was awful. Here we go. I think I found something. Oh, here's a classic trailer. Do you want a classic trailer? Only oh, watch a clip. Of course. God. 
Here we go. Just like Grammarly can't. Oh my goodness, Grammarly. Grammarly, we are not sponsored, so don't go to them. Don't no. download their don't, stuff. Don't, don't, don't do don't. that. <laughs> don't do it. Unless okay. they want to sponsor us, then by all means. Then by yeah. All, yeah. Link right. down below. Link down below. Yeah, <laughs> link down below. Okay, here we go. Here it is. I don't know if it's actually going to go through. Will it go through? I don't know. Let's see. Wow. Zoom. Sharing screen. Sharing. Here we go. We did it. Oh, Colombia. Colombia. Oh, oh. Oh, wow. Attention, everybody. This is Stuart. This, this is Stuart. This is better than that movie. Oh, you're right. Oh, my goodness, it is. Holy cow. Wait, wait, can you go back to that lady? I really like the way she went. <laughs> this is Stuart. <laughs> Please go back. Wait, that wait, here? This is Stuart. <laughs> this is Stuart. <laughs> this is Stuart. This is Stuart. I want to look at another clip of him. Let's see. Wow, it actually looks pretty good. It, it does. Oh my goodness. Okay. Stuart Little holds up better than Cinderella that came out this year. Bro, it's the way that that happened 22 years ago and it's better. Come on. Come on. 22 years ago. When did it come out? Oh, it was 1999. We were not alive yet. I know, but that's so long ago. Ah! That's terrifying. James Corden, what did you do to this movie? They spent all the CGI, they blew all the CGI budget money on What a Man and Material Girl. No, I think they just did it and on like the shot yeah. where James' face was on the mouse. They said that Frozen girl and also <laughs> that one girl that left Fifth Harmony. We need them. That's what we will spend our CGI budget on. Yeah. Who else was in this movie? Billy Porter. Yeah, yeah I, okay. Billy Porter was like the one person I feel like understood like the what this movie was. The prompt. You know, like here, yes. I'm gonna look. I'll pull up the whole cast for us so we can actually like go also, through. Oh, trust me, I already have this stuff pulled up. And okay, one of the characters on here is John Mulaney, and I'm like, wait, Missy Elliott was in this so, movie. What? So John Mulaney was supposed to be one of the mice. Really? But this was, they filmed it around the time that he went to rehab last um, December, January. Oh, that's So sad. he wasn't able to do it. I mean. It's probably I'm, good. It probably saved his career. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't done many, like, terrible things. So I'm kind of, I'm glad for him. He's not doing, yeah, he's not doing this movie. We don't need to see him in it. We really didn't. Yeah, Missy Elliott was the one who was like, hey. Cinderella, I'll give you a job. Oh, that oh. was her. I was like, why are you in this movie, Missy? You've got better things to do. All I can say is that I am, I am very excited for the Hercules movie whenever it comes out. I'm excited for this, this movie to get a sequel, you know? Like, I feel like we need, like, a sequel with just the Cinderella and the prince going around the world, and then as they go around the world, they pick up the other characters, like the mice join them, you know? Yeah. They like go like... To, they go clubbing with the stepsisters and the stepmother. Yeah. Yeah. The stepmother gets down and dirty with the king, even though he has a wife. And then there's a blackout, and it's just 
black out, black out. <laughs> and then and then we have a fight scene between um uh, the stepmother and the mice. And uh, Idina Menzel's going, don't make me love on the channel. Now you were shaking your ass for like half of that. <laughs> but it's James Corden as a mouse walking away. Real nice. No, but then he turns what? into a person again. I think the mice need to get the power to like to turn back and forth into people. That's why Billy Porter needs to come back, and he's like, "I'm gonna give you the power to be be like a superhero mouse, so you can be, like." Oh be a mouse my god! And a so the power is literally and figuratively coming from James Billy Corden. Porter. Oh, oh James! Oh, then you know, like James Corden. Billy has Porter the power. can have his like paciencia y fe moment where he dies. Spoiler alert. The grandma dies and in the heights. <laughs> if you didn't already know, I feel like any old person in a movie, like when you see them, I like, like, I hate doing this, but every time I'm like, oh, you're gonna die. The only per old person I, the only old person that hasn't died in a movie is the grandmother from Lorax. Like, like, tell me, like, like, tell me you did not watch Moana the first time, and the first thought wasn't, oh, you're gonna die, like, really quickly. You're right. Oh, my goodness. I was just thinking, like, movies, like Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the first one. Oh, my goodness. He just dies. I'm, like, I was trying to think oh, of random no. movies. He's dead. I didn't see that coming. Movies. I'm looking at other movies in my Oh, show. no, no, no. That wasn't Obi-Wan Kenobi. That was Qui-Gon Jinn. No, I'm talking about, like, in the New Hope, the first Star Wars movie that came out. Oh, oh. I thought you meant like the first in the order. Not oh okay. no, okay. he does. He dies too. The old, the old, the older guy dies in that one too. Yeah, I think my recommendation for this movie is um, turn it on, turn it off, and go to Disney Plus and watch the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella, yes. which has Brandy, Whoopi Goldberg, Bernadette Peters, amazing, and yes. it has Whitney Houston. It's amazing. Yes. I, I would love agree. that movie. Do that one. Um, otherwise, if you do want to turn this movie on, just um, I saw a tweet today that says that said um, if you want to check out this movie, just make sure like to check your Wi-Fi with it. Like it's one of those movies that you turn on just to make sure your Wi-Fi is working. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> I feel bad because I feel like it could have been good. I don't think so. No. I don't think there's any universe it could have been. No. Okay. That. So when you see a movie with this many like people like famous people in the cast do you ever think it's gonna be good no. i mean the prom was good yeah it was, was kind of good the prom except for james corden oh yeah of course yeah and i mean i think so i'll kind of tie this in with my final thoughts but i i seriously think that this could be better if it was rewritten and it had more of a focus um, solely for the fact that I think this story could do so well as like a female empowering story because Cinderella actually chooses herself instead of like the prince. And yeah, I just think it could translate so well to an actual like musical theater setting. Like th this is what they did with um, Oklahoma. Like Oklahoma had a very, very bright tone to it, but then you get the revised version uh the new broadway recording of it and everything i went and saw it and like it was life-changing for me for the show just because there were so many new elements added to it about like mental health and just everything else that you know that um the rogers and hammerstein version didn't really portray as well because they wanted to keep it bright and happy that's where i think cinderella could do better is if someone came back rewrote it 
and then made it for the stage because that's why I, I that's how i think it could be better and maybe not a jukebox musical please <laughs> i completely honestly agree with that i really liked all of the new ideas i think when i say that i was hoping that it would be good i was hoping that all of the retconning because i feel like this movie was kind of made to retcon cinderella's story and i think it's a great idea honestly um i had a criticism about how there were too many balls in the air i think it can be done i think it just needs to be done well and not a jukebox musical that was my biggest issue with it too uh the jukebox musical element and then just the unfocus because there are a lot of really good ideas like i like i really do love the humanization i love visiting old classic characters and humanizing them because i feel like that like people do horrible horrible things and like the reason why and like kind of figuring out why really helps us as humans grow and it helps us learn from one another and i love the humanization of the stepmother and the stepsisters people who did actual awful terrible things to cinderella and i love all of these new elements in play i just feel like it needs to be done better and with a more proficient cast who know what they're doing it's exactly what you were saying about like all of these new elements of um grand not grandeur i don't know why i was gonna say that word this uh, stepmother yes I, I i cannot get over how good of an idea that is and how well executed it was there were a lot of really good ideas in this movie but i feel like it just got lost in itself and i feel like it could be done a lot better like yeah exactly how oklahoma was like so many different elements brought up and i feel like it is a really interesting conversation starter when you think about it like Oh, like are the king and queen like they're supportive but like are they really good people are um the stepmother and the stepsisters are they really bad people people who just want to get by is son is cinderella like actually no there aren't really many talking points about cinderella because i feel like her story always kind of revolves around everything else around her happening but i like that she had agency in this like i think there were a lot of really good ideas in this movie it just kind of got lost in itself and what it wanted to be which was a was, lot of things. Yeah, it was just this film was executed so poorly. It's the, like yeah. it's bad. It's like really like I enjoyed it, but the execution was awful. That's a perfect. That's the that's the greatest way to sum it up. The execution was awful. Amazing ideas, cast could have been different. Horrible execution. I would totally agree. I think. I mean, you both have shared your final thoughts, so I'm gonna kind of share my final thoughts. I think this movie just have the most terrible execution and i i really i agree i really like all the ideas and i think they could really really done something with it but but i feel like when they directed this film they're just like we're gonna shoot it like a music video because that's what the kids like nowadays and and, and we're gonna oh let the actors improvise because all the best movies have improvised scenes so they just let the, imp the actors improvise for like 30 minutes over i mean not 30 minutes over like 30 did? seconds it feels like it it feels like they're paraphrasing all the lines don't you think so it, yeah. it does feel like yeah. that. I don't know. It's maybe they didn't do that, but it just really feels like that in a lot of points. Especially like they like were like, here, James Corden, do something. And he's like, okay. I <laughs> said, James, it's your time to be funny. And he said, <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, Cinderella. What a movie. Oh, Cinderella. Oh, Cindy. Anyway, now it's time for our segment. What's caffeinating us? Miklo? Miklo? 
Yeah. Because what is yeah. what is caffeinating you? Oh, um, actually, I have something uh, quite big that's caffeinating me in my cup today. Let me just pull it out. Oh my god. So there's this store. It's called Box Lunch. And it has the absolute greatest memorabilia there. Um, pretty much not everything I own, but I have a lot of stuff from there. They have wonderful, cool stuff there. Uh, it's like Disney themed, Marvel themed, DC themed, like a lot of really cool, like, it's like fan stuff, but fan stuff that you're not afraid of wearing. So I got this really nice Beauty and the Beast sweater that says Chateau de Beast. Oh, and it says bed and breakfast, and I got one that matches with my sister because she's also obsessed with it. And is this a um, store or an online store? Yes, it's a it's it's an online store and it's a store store. There's one at the Jordan Creek Mall right by us. When you visit, we'll have to take you there. We're gonna go again <laughs> next week because Ryan has fifteen dollars in um store credit and show them your shirt, Ryan. Yes. Okay. So actually, this shirt is also from Box Lunch. It is a Winnie the Pooh shirt. It has uh-huh. a little show thing them in back, the corner, show them back. and then on the back it says. Hundred Acre Woods. Wait, wait, wait. Can you see it? Oh, it's backwards. Nice. I like it, that. It, it will do. That's awesome. Right? Right? It's very, very cool. We love the store. It's so very cool. Yes. We'll put that we'll put that link in our um bio so that y'all who are listening can check it out. Yes. Uh not sponsored though, so not no, sponsored. sponsored. Unless they want to. Ryan, what is caffeinating you today? Oh god, see, I was actually going to say box lunch. So I knew um, you were, that's why I had to go for <laughs> So actually, uh I'm gonna pass it off to Kyle. Kyle, what's caffeinating you? Because I don't know what's caffeinating me uh, yet. <laughs> okay, uh what's caffeinating me is actually our next is gonna be our next um episode that we talk about. Um Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I got the privilege of seeing it in the movie theater yesterday. I had a wonderful time. It's the first Marvel's movie that I've seen since. Oh, I guess I saw Black Widow. But it's it feels like the first Marvel movie that I've seen. I, I Black Widow was fine. But it feels like the first like big Black Marvel Widow movie was fine. Th- that I really really enjoyed the movie since like Endgame. Well, I guess Far From Home was very nice. But I, I just keep retconning conning myself anyway. Um, <laughs> I really I really really enjoyed the movie, and I think it's just a really fun time, and it's a great. It's it's just it's a lot of fun. It's a great story. It has some surprisingly nice connections to the rest of the MCU. Um, I was Aquafina yeah. in it. Fantastic. Aquafina's like usually like they would have an annoying side character, and I feel like that that's what her character could have been, but she was not at all. She was she was kind of like the straight man, but she wasn't the entire time, and it was oh, she was okay. very funny. It was very funny. And then also um, there is another comedic character. That is fantastic. And if you're um, a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the past movies, you will love that character. He's coming back and great stuff. Anyway, um, also um, the villain um, who is the Mandarin is that far, like one of the best Marvel villains. What? Well, yeah, you know, the Legend of the Ten Rings is like a Iron Man thing. Yeah, but no, this is this is the real Mandarin. This is the real Mandarin. which is who is Shang Chi's father in the movie? So that's the I think that's the most exciting whoa, part. Spoilers! Whoa, spoilers! Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. Oh, we right? should. We should. This um, is in the trailer. I cannot spoil anything. Our viewers um, should get excited right. because um, we are also very excited to see this movie, and we are very excited to talk about it very soon. Yes, we're actually we're going to talk about it very soon. Yeah, it's just it's a great movie. Um, We'll see you in the next episode when we talk about it. It'll be exciting. Um, anyway, uh, Ryan, now that I'm done being caffeinated with 
what I was talking about or talking about what I was that was caffeinating me. It is your turn to talk about what is caffeinating you. Yes. So, um, actually, here, let me just pull it out of the cup here. Um, so the thing that is caffeinating me today is um, Marvel's What If series. Um, I actually really, really like it, especially since, um, spoiler alert, literally click off now. Um, it's kind of a, oh, I forgot you haven't seen No, it. go for it. Go for it. I got my ears covered. It's a spoiler of Loki. So, um, anyway, okay. it's, uh, it's very good. I'm not going to spoil too much other than that. But uh, episode four for me, because that's where we're at right now, is really... I, I won't okay, spoil it. Okay, I won't okay, spoil okay. It. <laughs> no, but episode four to me was so, so good. And I thought that, like, this was really the defining point of the series for me, just to, like, really have it be a good series. So, I don't know. I thought episode four was fantastic, and I can't wait for the rest to come out and actually see it. So, yes. Yeah, that is, I, I agree. I think it's also a very good series. I would check it out if you have not. It's, even though it is an animated series, it connects to the MCU in surprisingly a lot of ways, and it does a lot of really cool things. And even when it doesn't connect, it does really just interesting storytelling, which is great. Good stuff. Good stuff from, coming from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us this week as we talked about Cinderella 2021. Produced by James Corden. How nice. Yay! You can find us in several, several different places. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us about, you can find us a lot in a lot of places. Twitter, check out our Twitter. We don't usually check out our Twitter that much, but you know. Ryan, do you want to talk about where you can find our actual podcast? Yes, you can find us on anchor.fm. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, which is so cool. Yes, it is. And um, you can find our website at www.wixsite. No, what is it? I keep forgetting. Oh, my goodness. I'm www.coffeeboys.wixsite.com backslash Home. That is correct. And there you can find all the stuff you need. If you go to our homepage, it has like a slate of our 2021-2020-2021 slate. And you can find things from uh, the Crazy But True production that we did. You can't actually watch it, but you can see pictures of it. It's very nice. Um, Whaler Wells Lake, um, Herlock Sholmes. And you can find um, our album that we just released last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Um, Jeff the Delivery a Guy by Levi R. Star. Yeah. Anyway, um, you can follow me, Kyle Gokin, at Kyle Gokin on Instagram. Ryan? You can follow me at Ryan Bush on Instagram, Miklo. You can follow me at Super Miklo on Instagram. <laughs> and if you follow like us, it, you, you can see what we are and who we are. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, you can find, actually, you can find Coffee Boys, um, you can find our productions page at, at Coffee Boys Productions, and you can find um, our podcast at Coffee Boys Pod on Instagram. So that's great content there. And just, we can check out what we're doing and what we're doing in the neighborhood, you know? Yeah. Literally just go to our website and you'll find everything. Yeah. Everything. We're doing some cool stuff and... We might have some updates on some upcoming projects. We might not actually have any updates on upcoming projects. So, you know, yeah, yeah. check us out. 
Thank you as always for watching. We will see you sometime in the future. Bye. Oh wait, how do I stop the recording? Oh, there it is.